I did not have sexual relations with that. <clears throat> this is Daylight and Moonshine with me, Military G. And today's topic will be American privilege. America. We're going to discuss all the different privileges that we have and we don't even realize we have. And that's right. I'm talking about one race in particular, the human race, the human race in America, to be exact. That's right. Nobody's exempt. Talking about all y'all, including myself, including myself. I am not excluded. So stick with me for a while. And my special guest, a very special guest, we're going to have a great time on this topic today. So stick with us. Welcome back to the damn podcast, y'all. Episode 15. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Episode 15. And you can hear them. Some of you can see them. There's my special guest today, a good friend of mine, a good that this dude, man, he's got too many titles for me to, to lay it out. Let's just say we'll, we'll have him introduce himself. How about that? But he's a friend. He's family. He, he He's like my dad. He's old enough to be my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate the phrase, uh, but it really fits. Uh, a brother from a different mother is, is probably the perfect phrase. So um, welcome to the damn podcast, Jimmy. Why, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. What's good, man? Well, nothing. I just appreciate the opportunity you're allowing me to come on your podcast and twerk and um, yeah. sing gospel. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to hold you to that, too. I, kn- I knew I told you we wouldn't have enough time, but we're going to make time for it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's going to be some... Nobody fun. wants to see or hear that. Oh, and the world wants to see and hear that. <laughs> So for anybody that don't know the history of of us two, we've been working together as business partners. We were partners in crime, partners in rhyme, doing music together for years, uh, currently even doing uh, video projects together. Shout out to Sock Snob Films, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee Lord, a.k.a. the Sock Snob himself. Like I said, this man got so many different hats. I'm not even going to begin to try to to try to say it. But, um, yeah, we have a very extensive history together. And um, and it, it was so hard coming up with a topic to bring him in on because we've talked about every damn thing. And I, I kept telling them, like, yo, I want you to come on. I want you to come on. What are we going to talk about that we don't know about each other already? That's, you know, that's that's how much we've. Uh... Well, maybe I'll, I'll uh, tell you about my OnlyFans page and uh, what else don't you know? Um... Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Make sure you give them all the information. <laughs> give out all the info so I can put the link in the description on your ass. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> I'm trying to sell a little coochie, make a little bit more money, and, um, you, you know, see my vision through. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I got, I support. <laughs> I support 100%. <laughs> but um, as you can see, this dude's a damn fool. But, yeah, like I said, a very extensive background, uh, him and I. And, indeed, you know, it, it's only it's only right to bring you on my brother and discuss some some topics man we i got some really hot topics i cannot wait 
to discuss with you personally. Um, you know, but I wanted to bring you in on a on a you know just on a basic sort of note or whatever. Not that this is a basic topic, but there's some really important stuff that I, I really want to get across um, through the course of this podcast. And I couldn't think of anybody else to have on certain subjects, certain topics, you know, than you, because you're very well versed on so many different topics. And uh, yeah, so I can't wait. I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to dive into this discussion. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So introduce yourself to the world a little bit, you know, let them know what you got going on and um, who you be. Yep. So I'm Jimmy Lee Lard. And uh, as G said, uh, sometimes known as the sock snob. Uh, So I'm a Chicago filmmaker and uh, otherwise in uh, corporate learning and development. So I got a few things going on and, uh, you know, just moonlighting. Wait, daylight and moonshine just uh moonlighting over here with g for the evening since he has allowed me the uh privilege to be on and i appreciate it and i I have to say i'm really proud of what you have going here and of how uh transparent and vulnerable you're you're being and how much i know that's going to help a lot of people so i appreciate what you're doing i'm proud of you my brother you have no idea how much Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, support goes a long way. I'm sure that'll be a future topic that I definitely want to touch on because uh, growing up, I felt like I didn't really have the support. I don't know if it's the support I desired or the support I needed. You needed. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll touch on, like I said, dude, it's so many things that, you know, yeah. that needs to be discussed. So we'll get into it. And that's um, a big one for our community. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but getting into this American privilege topic, mm-hmm. it's a lot of y'all out there cringing right now. I, I just heard you. I just heard you. Yeah, I heard you cringe because, you know, and like I said, I'm not exempt from this. Nobody's exempt. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, at some point in, in our lives, if we pay attention, if we care about this type of stuff, we find ourselves in situations where we are being a little extra American when it comes to certain things. What I mean by that is the privilege that we tend to show on certain, in certain situations Mm -hmm. really shows our ass to the rest of the world. And you really kind of see it when you talk to uh, people from other countries and when, when you travel to other countries and you, you know, not only you sit and chop it up with the locals, but for me, it was it was eye opening just to experience a different country. And you and I have traveled uh, and experienced different com- different countries uh, quite a few times. And I can't pinpoint when, but I, I remember being in another country and thinking, like I said, like like an American. Um, it was some island and. I wanted my food right away. I ordered some food. It was taking forever. The whole process to order the food took forever. And then the process of the food coming back took forever, ever. And even to order my first drink took forever, ever, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And we all know island time. If you don't know, eh, look it up. I'm sure it's an urban dictionary. But, (laughs) you know, I had to check myself, man. Yeah. I had to check myself because absolutely. I've, I've probably said it to you before. Like when I'm on vacation, I really don't go into vacation mode mentally until like the second, maybe third day. Gotcha. You know, that's when I relax in my body. That's when I really take in my surroundings. That's when I really mm-hmm. start to enjoy it. Why it taking me so long? I don't know. Most people, as soon as they clock out on, on, on yeah, that yeah. Friday, or whatever day it is, they they straight vacation. I can, I can never do that because I still got to pack. I still got to make it to the airplane and yeah. Right. Um, but that's when I first noticed it. You know, just just being in a situation where I knew I was being an extra. You know, I was just being an extra city folk. I felt like I was being real Chicago, real New York, real Rush Rush. That's something else that caught my eye. It was somebody from the East Coast. A, a gentleman, I think he was with his family or something. And he was complaining out loud. 
because mm-hmm. uh, I'll talk shit. I'll talk shit, you know, out loud. I'll talk shit to you, whatever. And But I will rarely say something to a person unless they really fucking up. You know, it, it's really yeah. sort of get my attention like, yo, and I'm spitting. Whoa. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, unless it really pisses me off, but usually I just kind of take it. You know, I, I just take it. I don't, you know me, I'm, I'm super mild. I won't make a big deal out of a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. this guy was talking out loud and he he was pretty aggressive and he had sort of an East Coast accent. And that's what led to me checking myself because I saw myself in him. So for he was yeah. definitely he was definitely more extra than I was. Gotcha. And I looked around and I really took in my environment. I was like, at this moment, I enter vacation mode. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so uptight? Why are you rushing? Calm down. We yeah. we how long are we here right now? Okay. I oh. I have witnessed many of those moments. Um, you know, uh, like you said, in another country, whether you're sitting at a cafe or something, and you know, you hear the Americans at the other table complaining about something so small and, and so so uncommon in that particular place, but it's you know, something that's common in America, something as simple right. as you know, only, you know, when you go to Paris or a lot of Europe, when they uh, when you order a drink or something, you get a glass and two cubes of ice and a spoon and you better stir that shit until it gets cold. Right. Right. Because they, they're not uh, they don't use ice the way we do here. We expect a full glass of ice, you know, or whatever and refills and all of that. And to hear people, you know, complain about something so small and so insignificant, you know, or the the unrealistic demands. You know, I have literally seen people um, complaining about, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe nobody speaks English here and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> Bitch, we are. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at me cursing on your show. Hey, I'm there's there are person. no filters, no filters on Daylight and Moonshine. But you, damn, I you. just came out the door with it, didn't I? Hey, but um, you, yeah. Um, but you know, it's like uh, we're we're in Italy. What the? You know, what do you expect them to speak? You know, uh, maybe Italian. So you know, it, it's those little things. So, but and I the, think too. Oh, what's that? No, I was just gonna say. In the course, we're the same people that's complaining about so and so in in the uh, in a restaurant or uh, Target. That you know they need some help in Al Four and they don't speak English. Right. This is America. You're supposed to speak English. Why don't you speak yeah. English? It's just, you know it's yeah. like wow. Which is probably the same person that was yeah. in another country complaining about yeah. Karen and Darren. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, but I was about to say you know I think part of you were saying how um, this conversation might make some people cringe and all of that. But I think a lot of that is. Maybe a the word privilege alone, um, because, you know, there's that connection to maybe white privilege. Right. But right. I think you have to maybe have that connection because a lot of people probably aren't accustomed to hearing American privilege. Right. Right. So maybe if you think about, you know, what sort of white privilege means and then maybe you can make some of those same comparisons. So with white privilege in the U.S., uh, you know, you're looking at uh, the the ability to go to a good school, the ability to live in any neighborhood that you want to live in, the uh, ability to see yourself represented on television or in books or um, or in school, for that matter. So, um, you know, and all of those things that go along, the, the ability to be able to have a good relationship with law enforcement a non, you know, a non-negative relationship with um, law enforcement or the government in general. So those are some of those staples of what we call white privilege. The problem is the word privilege. People take offense to that, right? Right. Uh, For some reason. Um, But it's really just a state of being. It's just a state of facts. That's all it is. Mm. And when you look at that along uh, with what we're talking about, American privilege, now when you take us as a whole and compare us to the rest of the world, some of the a lot of those same things still apply. And that's where some of that privilege is sort of born from. So um, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in other countries. And um, from looks, I almost get dismissed for something 
the minute I open my mouth, it's like a whole different, oh, American, you know, and and there, you know what I mean? So there's this uh, a big difference with it. Whereas when they thought I was, you know, from Northern Africa, where there's a lot of, you know, uh, that population migrating into Europe, then it was a whole other ball. I've literally had an Uber pull off on me um, wow. once he saw me. Um, that was a few years ago in uh, Paris. So, wow. um, but, you know, it, it's a huge difference wherever I am. Once they find out you're American and, and that in itself, there's, you know, privilege there, you know, yeah. the ability for me to just literally open my mouth and they hear this American accent, they hear this voice uh, and things suddenly change. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's it's um, and I was having this discussion with a friend um, probably not even a week ago when you really. When you really sit down and look at it, wait, 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 you got other friends other than me? I got about one or two other friends. Oh, yeah, what? yeah, I got one or two other friends. Wow, all right, <laughs> this, this is new. Look all at right. it, friend, look at the friend privilege. Look at this, <laughs> <laughs> look at this, mother. <laughs> um, but no, we, we were talking just in general about um, how America is in terms of all of these different, different nationalities here. Mm-hmm. It is literally like everybody, you know, I, I think we have at least populations, large and small, from probably every other country on this damn planet. Of course, yes. This is America. Yep, it's a melting pot. It's a melting pot. We're born here. So, you know, a lot of times you really don't think about it. Once again, your eyes, your eyes are really open when you start to travel and see things in other in other countries when you really start to take it all in you don't think about stuff like that you don't think about it i was in a country the last country i went to um i think it was colombia was the last country i went to um technically it was panama but we'll we'll just say colombia it really sets in on you sometimes when you're sitting around and you're just seeing just this one culture, you know, of course, you're, you're, part, you're traveling to different parts of it. So it's not just the same it's different or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing that that's that solid base uh, or that foundation of this country that you're in, yeah. in America. And I spoke about this on, on different episodes. You could literally go into a different neighborhood in Chicago and feel like you're in another country. And then you can go to another neighborhood and feel like you're in a different country. And you could do that about five or six more times. Just traveling in one city in the U.S., just one city. And that's what we're used to. So when you go to these other countries or whatever, you're not thinking about that. Like, you're, I know I wasn't. You know, you're, you're exposed to this one sort of solid, solid foundation of this is what this place is. You know, take it in, you know. You go to a different area. This is a different type. This is different. Oh, they do that in the city. We don't really do that here. Here, we we kind of do like this or whatever. But it's still different. It's still their shit. It's it's them. You know, um, we have the privilege. And I'm shaking the camera. We have the privilege of experiencing all of these different cultures just by being friends with this person and that person and that person. That's why I I hate when people just stick to their neighborhood we we know how um segregated chicago is um but you know you just stick to your neighborhoods and then that's that's all you know you know and you have opportunities to sit and talk and chat with other people i love talking to other people you know i love talking to other people picking their brains and if it's a different culture a different race i love it even more if you're Absolutely. if you're open, you know, and you have good discussion, man, I'm I'm having a ball, yeah. you know, I'm having a and, ball and just to be able to see um, a different get a different perspective on life and see how other cultures live and so on. So, yeah, absolutely. And we we have the privilege to even be able to do that, because a lot of the places that we go, the people there can't even afford to come and visit and see what it's like here. So. You know, when it when it comes to like the islands and stuff that we were talking about, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the locals aren't ever really going much further than other islands nearby. So. Absolutely, it's it's equivalent to 
so-and-so never leaving the west side or so-and-so never leaving the south side of yeah. Chicago, you know. And I've seen that. I, re I really have. I still remember uh, being a kid uh, when my mother would take us to different places, whether it's museum to uh, the beach or to uh, a movie or whatever. I still remember, you know, my sister would be able to bring a friend or two. I would be able to bring a friend or two. And, and I remember there were people who would say, man, this, you know, I, years later, who said, man, I want you to just thank your mother for me. And I'm like, thank her for what? And and they're saying stuff like, you know, I had never been out of our neighborhood until she took us blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, the first time I went out, you know, left the state of Illinois was with, you know, you and your family when we went to blah, 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 or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's a real thing. There are people who don't leave you know, a 10 block radius, you know, they live their lives in that uh, community. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a mentality. You feel trapped and, and you actually are trapping yourself, you know, because you refuse and, fear. And the fear funny thing is that in, in some of those instances, even it's still a better life than what uh, a lot of people across the world. are. Exactly. Because so, <laughs> you the got American <laughs> dream is not just um, something we have here that it like I I've literally been to other countries where people are like America the American dream Michael Jordan or what you know they always throw that shit in there too but anyway um but they have but that's that's why we have so many people from other places is because they have the American dream sometimes stronger than we do so you know, you know. how many times have you heard you know our our parents our generation you and I coming up, you know, our parents love to say stuff. And then, and then, you know, our grandparents, they would say things about starving kids in Africa. Oh <laughs> you know, that's a going thing. And we laugh about it, but please don't, you know, hear me out. Mm -hmm. That was like the going thing, you know, where kids yes. like this kids starving over all across the world. There's kids starving in Africa. I may be and overweight right now because of that. Shit. <laughs> You know, laying the guilt on us, and it was just to get us to eat our damn vegetables. But let's look at the reality of it. There's kids starving all across the fucking world. Yes, there, there's kids and adults starving right here in the U.S. You know, and um, and I know I'm I'm jumping. You know how I do. I'm <laughs> jumping back and forth. It's it's a very relevant uh, topic though. But it's been really hot really really hot in chicago um for the past few weeks or so mm -hmm. and you know i do physical labor so when i come home just like last night and just like about an hour ago i get in the shower and it is nothing like a nice warm cold whatever the hell you want your shower to be you just mm -hmm. adjust the knobs and it's it is there yeah um and we you know what i'm gonna touch on uh, or you should, but just sitting there, I'm, I'm in the shower and they're like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I, I'm sticky. I'm sweaty. I'm all of this stuff. And it's just such a joy to be able to just wash that off of me and just take the, the rag and the soap and just take my time. And, you know, it's it's definitely a privilege to be able to do that. You said it's such a joy. Yeah, I was really thinking it's actually a privilege. It's a privilege. It's There's a privilege. So many people who do not have uh, that ability, that access. Um, there are people who are rationing out their water. Yeah. Um, there are people who reuse their water for different things too. So um, you know, yeah, those are things that we take for granted. And again, uh, where we enjoy the privilege of being able to do that, to take a long shower, whatever. There, there's some, even the quietest moment we we sort of take for granted, just to be able to sit and relax on your patio or on your back porch or in your living room without hearing bombs going off over your head, even though right now, um, with all these damn fireworks, it seems <laughs> but um you, you know, there are places where people don't get good night's sleep because, you know, there are missiles flying. There are, you know, different groups warned. We don't we we have not had that on our soil in a very, 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 very long time. A couple hundred years. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. that's a privilege. Um, there's wars going on all over the world. Um, there's 
wars that we participate in and we see it, even when you think I'm looking at your hat of like Desert Storm or whatever, we had the privilege of being able to watch a 30 second news clip about it. Yeah. There are other people who had to, you know, pull their children out of rubble. Um, there are other people who, you know, lost family members and all of that and have to live in fear of, you know, uh, this group or that group. It's a privilege to be able to um, not have that. So, yeah, just listening to some coworkers and just people in general talk about uh, what was going on uh, just a few weeks ago. It might be still going on. I try not to look at the news too often. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was. Um, uh the israel and the palestinians i think and and just watching news clips and watching because i I was at work and there was some people watching this stuff and they make their comments and i try not to even get involved in those conversations but when i would come across something myself and see it that's the first thing i've noticed i'm like this looks like a regular freaking neighborhood dude it's like a regular neighborhood and they're showing Mm -hmm. clips to the we see a, a a 30 second clip and honestly, I, it really it really does something to me. You know, it really does something to me to watch that stuff because that could one day very well be us, unfortunately. And not to, you know, throw some type of fear in it or anything like that. But the reality of it is, you know, that could that could one day be over here. We have the privilege of not having to deal with that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're over here killing each other and, and, and you know, and you said shooting fireworks, always shooting each other and doing the dumbest thing in the world. And I think that plays into the privilege. It, it really does. You know, if people will just really focus in on the small things and really, really humble themselves and look at what the hell you have, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, maybe some people need to be caught and just dropped off in the middle of the Gaza Strip for them to get it, you know, like, you know, maybe that needs to happen, but this is a reality for so many people. And as long as you're watching it on TV, it's like, it's just on TV. It's just yeah. on social media. Like, no, this is a real thing. It's really happening. It's you know, second clip, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, and it's, then we it's, go right back to eating our dinner like nothing ever happened. And wasting our, and not eating the vegetables and wasting this and throwing away that. Not not to make you feel guilty over there, my friend. <laughs> Mr. Listen. Yeah. Listen. Uh, uh-huh. Go and defend yourself, food privilege. I have no idea what you're talking about. So. <laughs> hey, we all guilty, man. We're all guilty in some way, shape, or form. There's a topic that all of us sort of... Uh, take some guilt in with that but you know like i said just take a moment to humble yourselves at some point if you don't do it not saying you don't and this don't go for everybody everybody doesn't have the same mentality the majority yes i believe absolutely including myself the majority of us i think that this definitely applies it applies to the majority of us take a take a minute Humble yourself and really, really dig deep within you and be truly grateful for all of this privilege. Because it's not a, you know, you hear the word, it's not a bad thing. Just like you pointed out, it's a privilege to be able to take a shower and switch from cold to hot and wash myself three or four times. Oh, did I condition my hair? I know I washed it, but I, I conditioned it. I don't know. And, you know, it's a luxury. Yeah. And I may be, oh, I got a small apartment, da da da, and I'm so busy stuck on all the things that I don't have. But when you really bring it all in, bring it yeah. all in and really humble yourself and really be truly grateful for the little things, all of the little things, you know, and yeah. iron and ironing board, multiple yeah. pair of shoes and drawers, you know? Yeah. And, and also, too, um, considering the word privilege suggests that it's, you know, it's not the norm, right? So there are other people who are living something the opposite of that, right? Yeah. So I I hope that this conversation more than anything, um, A, makes people not take things for granted the way that we do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then B, to think or be mindful of how people live in the rest of the world. That's why I, I so encourage um, travel outside of the U.S. Uh, now, mind you, I, I love 
you know, the US too. I still have, I think, four states I have to visit. But, um, you know, traveling outside the country, you get an opportunity to uh, see how other people live and, and, and have respect for it. So I, and I think, gee, you know this. So whenever, for instance, the islands, I, everybody knows I love the Caribbean, but I, I can't, I have to have some balance with those trips. So I can't go and spend X amount of dollars on the touristy side of the island and, you know, uh, buying some pricey watch or something like that, but not spend any money with the locals when they are, you know, with their beaded this or whatever. So in my head, I have a set amount of money that I'm either going to give or uh, purchase stuff, you know, from that as well. So I think there has to be some balance, right? Uh, otherwise, you're just exploiting, you know, these places. Um, so I, I think that's important to do. So get out, see the world, and then expand what 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 it is that you believe in also. So yeah. I think we wouldn't have some of the issues we have in this country with racism and, and things like that if people got out and experienced other uh, places. And you realize everybody really just wants the same things out of life. You know, you want to be able to raise your family. You want to be able to keep them safe, um, provide for them um, for whatever their needs are and some of the wants. It, it, it's the same across the board, whether you're here or somewhere else. We just enjoy uh, some privileges that perhaps some other people just couldn't even fathom. Yeah. So, yeah. I um, Going back to Columbia, I remember being there and there was a guy that was helping us. A friend of mine had went there before we went on our trip. He actually went back with us when we went. So we linked we linked up with the guy that, that he met that was helping him navigate to different parts. Oh, you want to go to a store? You want to shop? You want to go to a club or whatever? This is. Real cool guy. So we were hanging out, the same guy, whatever, looking out like he's really, you know, giving us direction and all this stuff. And we literally like whatever, you know, he wanted, he wanted a drink or whatever. We paid his way in the club, whatever, because he's doing us a favor. And this was like a side. It wasn't even a side gig for him. You know, it was just mm -hmm. like he um, I think he drove people around like a Uber or whatever. He did that. It wasn't official Uber. But that's what that's what he did. So like his little side hustle was just oh, I'm a you know tour guy, but I'm not going to present myself like a tour guy. Right. So he was literally, you know, giving us like a really intimate tour without mm -hmm. giving a tour. We would pay for whatever he wanted drinks or whatever. And, you know, at the end of the night, like, man, I'm going to go ahead and go home or whatever. And, you know, so I, I pretty much tipped him whatever I had in my in my pocket. And um, damn, he didn't get shit. I tipped, I tipped the, uh, I tipped the, uh, the security guy also mm -hmm. because he was looking out for us. Everybody was looking out for us, a waitress, all of that stuff, because you could tell, I could yeah. tell that we were getting special treatment yep. over the locals. I know that we were because we, we wasn't like buying out the bar or nothing like that, but you know, we were, we were buying drinks and we were having a good time or whatever. Well, nothing crazy. But at mm -hmm. the same time, you know, we switched our money over. You know, we're in Colombia. Our money multiplies. It's it triples there, or it tripled when we went, and that that was enough for me. You know, that was enough for me. And somebody <laughs> that was with me, you know, made a comment about man. How many times? How many times you go tip everybody? You tipping? No, no. <laughs> 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 your ass up <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> you know oh, gotta criticize who i'm tipping and how much i'm tipping and all that and it mm -hmm. bothered me you know it bothered me it's like dude like i don't care if i go yes. back home broke i'm okay i got a bank account and i got a job to go home to yes. that, that pays me pretty decent you know no, i know somebody like that too well you do too but anyway yeah like me just trying to give money to homeless people is an issue. Wait, what? You know, so. We cannot take that money with us, y'all. When are y'all going to realize that? We can't take it with us, you right. know? And that's a part of my joy is is, is helping out other people. And, and to me, that really shows your um, gratitude towards that, that individual, you know? If it's, yeah. and not, you know, in some situations, it may be kind of a, like a, no, you know what I mean? Like I did that or whatever, but it's just like, bro, you know, you know, he might not even act. He didn't, he never asked us for a tip yeah. or anything like that. 
I think um, he would always say like, well, you know, it costs money to get in there or this and this. Whatever. He never once mentioned money. Not once. Mm-hmm. He was doing it off the love. And you got to yeah. understand, like, um, if you've never been to Columbia, the people that are really nice, that uh, the whole stigma about the what was going on in the 80s and all that stuff, that really clouds them and has, mm-hmm. you know, hovered over them for years. But it's, it is really nice. They're really humble. Uh, we went to, I think the, they said it was like the um, second friendliest part of the country or whatever. It was, it was really nice. Uh, but it's just one of many stories where, you know, it just really set in for me, you know. And there's really no harm in being a blessing to somebody, you know. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to spend it on a fifth. <laughs> you know, you're going to spend it on this or whatever. Something that's really some coochie yeah it's and like i said i, I don't want to i don't want to like start preaching or sounding like that or whatever but you know it, it's it's something that really kind of gets to me sometimes you know uh and like i said i'm i'm guilty of different things myself i, I will never try to present myself like i'm this perfect person on a platter because i'm not um uh, but there's a lot of us that really don't sit back and look at what we have here in America. You know, in America. We we have it really well, man. And we really need to start being more humble and, and realizing it. Yeah. And, and broaden our, uh, broaden everything. Actually, I, I will say this, just from um, traveling as much as I have, I will say the one thing that I, I've found is that uh, Americans, and I am an American, but Americans are probably some of the worst travelers in the world. You know, um, like I was saying earlier, how we get upset going to someplace and how dare they not speak English in Spain, you know. Um, but, you know, we we always have this, um, I you know, I just want to go somewhere. You know, we, we're geographically challenged, we're culturally challenged. You know, we we just know we want to go to Bora Bora. We want to go to Fiji, you know, after we've seen the magazines and the the videos of the huts on the water and all that shit. Right. We couldn't point to Bora Bora on a map. If a gun was to our heads, but we just know we want to go there. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't even know what it's going to take to get there, you know, um, you know, in, in the airline industry, how many people, you know, show up to a place where you need a visa to access that country or something. And they're like, wait, what? The American in us says the world is mine. I can go wherever I want to go. What do you mean? I need to have something. Yeah. You know? And how dare you expect me to be the one to find that out on my own? You know? I, I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely seen that reaction mm-hmm. from a couple of people. Man, you need a visa to go there? Like, oh, right. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that, and then we, we're also culturally, I won't say dumb, but close. You know, we mix, we confuse cultures. You know, if you wear a turban, you're from the Middle East and you're probably a terrorist. That's that idea. You know what I mean? Um, if you speak Spanish, you're Mexican. Damn all the other, all these other countries that speak Spanish. All we, hey, you speak Spanish, you're here in the States, you have to be Mexican. That's all we got, you know. Um, but everybody else in the world seems to be able to get it right. Everybody else can distinguish one culture from another. Everybody else, you you go to France, you go to Italy, you go wherever you go. They speak French and English. Some of them speak three languages or whatever. And we can't be bothered to, you know, learn more than English. I'll be, you know, that's it. So, um, but we, I think the more that we go out and experience the world, the the less we'll see of those types of uh, things. And again, like I said, it it has to have then an impact on how you see your fellow man and uh, and woman right here in the United States. You know, it's hard to look down on somebody when you see perhaps some of the conditions that other people are living in. Yeah. So hopefully that exaggerated view, um, you know, that you you have the privilege of not seeing every day when you walk down the street might help with that. 
Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. One of the biggest eye-opening experiences of my life was moving to Virginia. And you talk about melting pot. It's definitely a melting yeah. pot there. And um, that was the biggest part of it was all the different cultures that was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that was huge. So when, and, and when I was living out there, our employee base, um, I think, represented 83 countries or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. True melting pot. Uh, you go and it just goes from one area to the next, to the next, to the next. And, and very much like Chicago. So uh, where Chicago is a city of neighborhoods. That's just a, a city of immigrants where you have group, big groups of different populations that are you know, all spread out there. So and, and I think that's what kind of helped me become so well-rounded. Because coming from Chicago, like you said, the similarities, uh, the, just the biggest difference is it's very cut and dry. Well, not not so Most much segregated city in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Not not so much now like it was when we were you know, coming up or whatever. It's still definitely different from uh, from a lot of other places. But just the cultures that you would see here. When you went to Virginia or D.C., in that area, the DMV, well, I'll speak for Virginia because I traveled to other places, but I didn't really spend a lot of time to know if there was the same sort of like a lot of different cultures. But yeah, um, okay, so they were all different from here. The majority of them were different, you know, Um, and that really helped me out a lot. Like I literally I had friends of all different nationalities. And a lot of them were first generation you know, citizens of the U.S. So they were they, you know, a lot of them were not even born here. So, yeah. Yeah. So you get to see a raw, more raw or, you know, um, second generation there, you know, their parents came from somewhere else. So here we you know, we're deep. We're a few generations in um, for everybody here. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So to me, truly, what to make what and then they always want to feed you, too. Absolutely. <laughs> what what makes America so great is the fact that we, you know, we do have all these different cultures here. That is what makes America so great. And that's, that's and, and, another. And isn't that a shame then that that is the very thing, though, that is a big issue right now? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so, wow. It's I'm sorry crazy. to cut you off. No, yeah. no, it's crazy. Like, that, yeah, that's a very huge point right there. Um, man, we don't realize what we have. Americans like and when I say that I'm talking to everybody everybody like to ride on Karen and Darren and yes white privilege is real that's not what this episode about is about but it's real it's a real thing mm-hmm. and everybody like to ride on them and all this stuff but a lot of people need to start looking in the damn mirror and seeing what you take for granted and seeing what privileges you just really show your ass on you yeah. know like that's and- a challenge and sometimes, by the way, it's very apparent. Let me, let me, uh, I'll tell you one thing in particular. So, Jamaica, if for those of you humans out there who don't know, I am of the uh, LGBTQOPSRT community. Well, all those, all those letters. Well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm Baptist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I remember we, um, we were in Jamaica, um, a friend of mine and I. We were in Jamaica and and both of us are gay, not a couple, but everybody thought we were. But anyway, um, so we were in Jamaica. And and if you don't know, Jamaica is really hard on uh, gay men there and, uh, you know, sometimes violent and so on. Well, it, it was weird how well they treated us, even though they could clearly see we were gay and most of them assumed we were a couple, but it was the American thing that, you know, allowed us to be able to not experience the things that the, the local gay Jamaican men um, had to experience and deal with. So I, I just thought that was, and I'm talking about everywhere we went, it yeah. was like that. We got nothing but love and the people who live there uh, doing the same things, probably more than me, because, you know, I ain't on nothing. But anyway, um, you know, we we got treated. The, the red carpet was rolled out for us over and over again. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe it's so hard for us to see it because we get that treatment, you know. But it's for it's, me, it highlighted it. it. It just showed me because because I've seen the documentaries, I've seen, I've heard the songs, some of the uh popular songs that we listen to, even. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it just highlighted it and shine, you know, shined a huge light on it for me. So, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Sometimes, like I said, just like with those experiences uh, in Europe with a, 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 a taxi or an Uber that pulls off or whatever, just from the look of me. You know what I mean? So. But if I go in some of those places where I start to get you know, the eyeballs or whatever, or in a shop or something. And then the minute I, you know, speak and say hello, they're like, oh, oh, oh American. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, and it's like, wait, what? You know, so That's it's crazy. interesting. Very interesting. And by the way, there are some, some Americans who don't even, um, they have the privilege of not even knowing that they are privileged, by the way, in, those, in some of those instances. So, yeah. Because they were getting followed around stores anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, This is the first of, I'm sure, many episodes. uh, We'll have you back. And when I say we, I mean me. But, you know, it's we, 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 we. (laughs) Um, But I'm sure you'll be back multiple times to discuss different topics. you're because old. we ran out of time before I got an opportunity to twerk, so. Yeah, yeah, we coming about, yeah, the producers give me the wrap-up signal yeah, over there. Because I am the Butterfly Tootsie Roll champion of 1999, I will have you know. He is. The uh, trophy is probably behind him, I'm sure, somewhere. <laughs> um, but we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, yeah, just anything to add to it besides, I, I just want to say, man, I cannot stress enough. Humble yourselves and really, and I don't, like I said, I I know I'm saying certain things. I don't want to come off like I'm doing like this to Americans and all this stuff. I'm not. I really, I really don't want to, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's all about knowledge of self, you know, being culturally aware, being um, spiritually aware of yourself and your behavior and what's going on around you, man. Just, yeah. You know, and I so, hope people took it in that light and weren't offended by anything we said. I, I at least as I tried to gauge it in my head, I didn't think it was offensive anything. So, um, yeah. but you know, some people might, you know, when you shine, put a mirror in some somebody's face, sometimes they don't like what they see. So. And it's and it's not for them. You know, if it's not for them, then it's not for them. This is definitely catered to people that's in that space you know, that can take this talk, that can mm-hmm. talk this talk, that can walk this walk, you know. How does that feel like a song? That, can, start that can twerk that twerk. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. <laughs> oh, you missed the twerk off the other day. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's always a good time when I don't show up to his parties, man. It's some sort of conspiracy going on. And once we- again, a certain assistant principal um, took home the trophy. Wow. So, but anyway. But yeah, add some love to it, man. Um, let's just love on each other a whole lot more, man. Be more aware of self and, and the things that's going on around you. Be aware of things that's going on in the world. Some people don't care, and that's fine. Be aware of what's going on right in your city. It's the same type of nonsense going on in your city, you know. Um, it's it's just it's crazy, man. I, I try I try my best to stay on to stay on subject, but for me, everything is relevant. What you is know? your damn show? We're going to talk about what you want to talk about. It's got to make and I sense. I wish a month. No, I'm just kidding. It's got to make sense, though. We'll bring it back around. Um, I have tons of different topics uh, to discuss. This is just one of many, episode 15. And I feel bad for your audience because this is just a regular conversation for us. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> It is very much regular. We can do this all day. <laughs> like talk for four more hours as soon as I, I push stop on the record button. But you know, you all have no idea how much G talks. <laughs> I didn't think you was gonna yeah. go there. <laughs> that is one thing. <laughs> for all of the there's so many people who swear he is like this quiet. I was like, 
you cannot get a word in edgewise with G. So don't nobody believe you, man. Just use a what just you a smallet lie. Oh, they saying wrap it up again. Oh, okay. okay. Well, thank y'all for uh <laughs> checking out this episode. Uh we're gonna be back real soon. Thanks with- for having me. Oh, always a pleasure, my brother. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, come back really soon, man. Thank you for coming and sharing your knowledge, man. I I, I know I'm a little tired. I just, oh, the streets done beat me up. They done beat me up today. Listen, I understand. <laughs> um, but uh, as always, you can if you're listening to this podcast on some sort of streaming platform, you can watch the video on Rumble.com. I'll put the link in the description. Hey, and put the link for my um, OnlyFans on there too. Uh, send me the link. Just text it to me. I'll put it in there. And you got the you got the twerk preview lined up. The fifteen hey, second twerk. Hey, <laughs> you too. Anyway, terrible. And on that note, <laughs> that horrible note. <laughs> um, thank y'all for watching and listening. Tune in to the next episode and. I hope you had a great time uh, listening to us act a damn fool. Mm-hmm. American privilege is a real thing. Let's get ourselves together, people. I love Everybody, please support Daylight and Moonshine podcast. Yes. Definitely. Please, please, please. Uh, I love America, by the way. I, I love uh, the culture. I love everything about it. Like I said, one of my favorite things is, is the fact that we have so many different cultures here. If you don't have friends you don't have to have friends if you don't sit up sit around and chop it up with different people from different cultures man try it it is like the dopest thing in the world you know really try it man we don't we don't know enough about each other that's why so much hate mm-hmm. so much so much misunderstanding about culture and people and i don't even know if that's mm-hmm. english major correct me it was misunderstanding is that the correct way of saying that <laughs> y'all know what i'm Fine, trying to say sir. okay Y'all know what I'm trying to say, man. Spread love like a virus, y'all. Spread it. But until the next episode, we love y'all. And we out. Peace.